0: Smartcast. You are listening to Health Shots, brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another She Slay's Champion story. This week's champion is Swati Suramya. Swati was 34 when a regular health checkup and a random self-breast exam led to the discovery of a large lump about three to four cm in radius in her left breast a follow-up with a gynecologist confirmed the lump to be cancerous swati was diagnosed with breast cancer stage 2 so come let's listen to this she slays jam story of triumphing over breast cancer to commemorate the breast cancer awareness month
1: hi my name is swati suramya i live in bangalore i am a content writer by profession I was about uh, 34, a mother of a 3-year-old when I found out I had breast cancer. It came as a bit of a shock because I was a reasonably fit individual, uh, active and uh, relatively young to have cancer. When I was having a casual conversation with my neighbor, I heard that her uh, mother-in-law had been diagnosed with breast cancer. That struck me as something that would affect anyone and I remembered that uh, being 30 plus I should do a breast self-exam. And uh, then I did a self-exam and I found there was a large-ish lump in my left breast. So uh, I went and saw my doctor and uh, they felt it was benign. So I had to uh, go through a general surgery to have it removed. But after the surgery it was sent for a biopsy and then I was diagnosed with cancer. My initial reports, uh, initial scans and reports all suggested that the lump I had did not have cancer. So it came as a bit of a surprise when uh, we saw the report. But having already known that I had a lump, I was kind of expecting, you know, probably at 1% chance that I might have cancer. So as, you know, you can never be prepared to, for a news of this kind, but I had the mental strength to deal with it. Uh My parents were around at that time, they'd come uh, over to take care of my daughter while I went through the surgery, so I told them that they'll have to extend their stay because this is what the report is. Uh, my entire family was stunned, all of us were, you know, quite shocked. But I told myself that I had to be strong, because if I wasn't strong, the rest of my family would just simply break down. My parents took it very bravely, so everyone cried a bit. I didn't cry I remember not specifically not crying because I knew I had to be strong for my daughter as well as for my parents My parents after the initial uh, you know uh, sadness uh, decided that they will take absolute care of me until I recovered completely since uh, I was a stage 2 the doctor said that I was actually not just treatable it was actually curable for me So they were the pillars of strength, you know, at their age. My father uh, going on 74 when I was diagnosed and my mom was 67, so a year and a half ago. And uh, I think uh, their energy and their strength in this situation would put, you know, people less than half their age to shame. I remember them, you know, running around, taking care of my daughter, you know, picking her from school, mom cooking separate meals for me because I could not eat most of the things that I used to. Uh, while undergoing chemotherapy, you know, especially taking care of my diet, I think it's a, uh, you know, record of sorts that I lost, you know, overall only about 2 kg during my chemotherapy, whereas people lose like 10, 20 kilos. So she really took care of my diet, she really took care of my daughter and uh, my entire household actually. And my husband would do all the runs with me to the doctor, patiently handling uh, my mood swings during the chemo. And the sadness all around, and he tried to just be that pillar that we all needed to lean on. Just the quiet strength that he gave to all of us. We decided to uh, quickly get into uh, the treatment aspect of it. Uh, any delay would, uh, you know, make things worse. It threw our entire lives into disarray, especially the initial part of the treatment, which is the surgery. So I had to undergo a second surgery under an oncologist to make sure that uh, the entire tumor and whatever remained of it was removed and uh, to check whether the tumor had actually affected the lymph nodes in my left armpit uh, etc. and uh, then also to find out the extent of the spread and all that. Uh, The surgery was uh, quite painful and uh, the doctor also decided to do a reconstruction of my breast because they had to remove about 40% of it so they took tissue from my back and they reconstructed and I had tubes for about uh, 25 days uh, I got an infection as well because my daughter used to really cry and she wanted to be with me um, and I had to save myself from infections because I had an open wound and multiple stitches on my body uh, so my daughter was really badly affected uh, you know she was just a child of three three and a half and it was difficult to make her understand what was happening. You know, we told her stories like uh, a wild animal attacked mom, and she got even more scared. She started refusing to go to school. If we sent her to school, she would throw up, and she would want to come back. Uh, she was really scared. Uh, we had a tough time dealing with that situation. The initial first three months were quite difficult. I uh, had. Two rounds of infections in my stitches. One was right after the surgery, a few days after the surgery, and the other one was after the first round of chemotherapy. When your body's resistance goes down, the infection comes back. So, those things were more painful and they were kind of not part of the original treatment plan. I mean, it was not supposed to happen. I think it was around uh, April when I had already gone undergone two doses of chemotherapy and I was on to the third one when I got the second infection in stitches. There was a lot of swelling and you know, pus formation and very very uh, painful experience. Um, I thought I had a high uh, threshold for tolerating pain so far and uh, you know that kind of shattered me that I could not take it any longer. I remember one night I was praying to God all night, saying, you know, why don't you just kill me? Why this slow death? Why this slow pain? Um, and uh, I, I was quite quite broken at that point. But then in the morning, I saw my daughter wake up, and that smile and that uh, little uh, touch of her hand made me realize that there is a lot more to live for. And I went and saw my doctor that day, and he was like, don't worry, the first four doses of chemotherapy and breast cancer treatment, they are the worst things to happen. You know, slowly when you go through the next four rounds with a different medication, it will get better. It will not be as painful as this or as terrible as this. And after the chemotherapy, you have radiation and the targeted therapy which will slowly actually be, you know, you'll start thinking of it as really something not affecting you at all. So it will only get better after this. It will not get any worse than this. So just consider this as a bad phase of your life. I think the next few weeks, you will only get better. And coming from him that really mattered a lot because my doctor had really taken good care of me and I really trusted him. So that gave me a lot of strength and helped me recover. And uh, my overall strength from my family because they were going through as much as I was. And so the caregivers around you and the kind of environment at home that you, you create in you know, the family that really uh, determines how have different uh, paths to recovery. And I felt in my case that the positive environment at home and also the encouragement of my doctors really helped me a lot. The recovery period has so far uh, been pretty good. I completed my treatment in March this year, and the plan was to, you know, travel to US to be with my brother, go on a few trips. So because of the pandemic, that didn't happen. But I've made sure that I maintain an active lifestyle. I've cut down on uh, sugar completely. So, I've replaced most of the sweetness in my diet with naturally occurring sugars like dates or jaggery and no processed sugars, no processed food. If it comes in a packet, I don't eat it, I don't buy it. So no processed food, only home-cooked meals. Um, I did go out for meals uh, after my chemotherapy ended um, you know, to restaurants, but that was like once in 10 days or something uh, until the, in March. I think after March this year, uh, we have not stepped out or stayed indoors mostly because uh, my immunity is suppressed being a cancer survivor. So My doctor's advice is to not go out too much, Um, but yeah, cutting down on sugar and processed food has been a major change in our lifestyle, so absolutely no sugar, which is uh, no white sugar, no processed uh, refined food is the way to go. started baking uh, using healthy ingredients at home and uh, my daughter likes it a lot i think the most important lesson that i've learned from this is um, whatever happens happens for a reason i think i got cancer uh, because uh, god was sending me a message in life you know there was a, that divine power who was giving you a wake up call you know start taking care of yourself love yourself a little more um see i was in the lowest of groups who can have breast cancer uh, i was below 40 I'd like to tell everybody who's, uh, diagnosed with cancer or who's battling cancer currently or any such serious illnesses to have a lot of mental strength. You know, you think, you start thinking, why me? I think that's, you know, half the battle lost. Uh, in the initial few days of my diagnosis when I used to visit the hospital, I had that question in mind, why me? And even you know, there's only people who abuse their health, who are like a really poor diet or obese or smokers or alcoholics. They don't get cancer, why me? Um, then I saw the answer was, you know, I saw a 12 month child waiting in the doctor's reception and uh, that poor that little child had leukemia and his parents couldn't even afford the treatment. So I realized that this is a treatment that I could afford. I was in that you know, uh, group who was able to afford the treatment, uh, who was able to withstand the treatment, uh, support from extended family and friends and everybody people were rooting for me. Now the luxury of treatment is something very few people can afford in India because cancer is a very expensive disease to have. So I felt that I was privileged that I got a disease that I could be treated of, that I could afford to get treated of and uh, whereas there were others who could not. So it is. it made me realize that uh, you know, there was a message behind all this to you know to really appreciate the smaller moments of life, to not get affected by you know small events in life. So I realized that I had to learn to appreciate the beauty of life around me, of the small moments in life that make me happy. Um, you know, every moment is a time to celebrate and not to think of you know I'll do this few years down the line. Living in the present is the biggest lesson.
0: So this was Swati Suramya's story. A true She Slays champion indeed, isn't she? We hope her story inspires you and encourages you to take better care of your health. If you too have a story to tell, then do write to us at healthshots at the rate and let us tell your story to the world. Till then, stay tuned in and don't forget to like, share and subscribe to She Slays. This is Chhaya Dabas, your host and dost, signing off. I will see you next week. Till then, take care. And keep slaying. Bye bye. You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.